Alert, 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 DB alert. Yes, sir. On today's podcast, we had a top notch baller on, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He goes by the name of Christian Holmes. He wears the number 21. And y'all know what that means, your top notch corner, if he wearing that number. He playing for Mizzou, the Mizzou Tigers, wearing that black and gold, which looks so good when they out there on that field. He gonna pick you off this season if you're playing him, I guarantee you. In the 2019 season, he gonna be winning all kind of awards and trophies, and y'all gonna see him on the NFL field one day, I guarantee you that. Hey, they got their first game coming up, and when I'm telling you, he gonna do his thing, he gonna do his thing, and he gonna do his thing all the rest of the games this season, man. I'm so happy we had him on. I'm talking about the Mizzou Tigers. I always had a thing for him. They they were the first school that kind of showed me a little love in high school. So that's why I always got a little thing for him. Even though I'm in the great state of Florida, we got a top-notch bowler that went from Mississippi High School to high school in Georgia, and he earned a scholarship to Missouri University, man. So the University of Missouri wearing that black and gold looking so sweet and so nice when he had them cleats on and picking that ball off. One time, here we go, Christian Holmes. Welcome to the Life of Football Podcast, baby. This your host, Mike Feed. And this your host, Cole Lamar, baby. We living life, loving football. You know how we do All it. All day, every day. We got a top-notch baller on. Let me tell y'all something. When you're wearing that number 21, it's special. And especially playing cornerback. Now, we all know the legendary Deion Sanders wore number 21 at cornerback. So you got to be a true soldier to wear that. We got number 21, Christian Holmes, for the Mizzou Tigers on today, baby. He coming straight out of the cornerback position. Red shirt junior. Hometown, Leland, Mississippi. High school, McNair. Now, when I say he's a very aggressive corner, good size, athletic corner that y'all going to see on the NFL's field real soon or one of these days, y'all heard it here first on the Life of Football podcast, man. I'm talking about they call him a ball hawk. That's right. They say a ball hawk corner with great speed and toughness. And who has great size and strength. Now, I, I saw a few clips online. Y'all got to, like, with, with his clips, y'all got to go try to check out one of the Mizzou games, man. Because he, I mean, he did his thing against teams like Florida and Memphis, man. I'm talking about a big-time shutdown corner who they, who they going to need in the league. Christian, what's up, baby? What's up, big dog? Appreciate you having me today. Man, we so happy to have you on, man. How I feel just coming into this upcoming season as a you know star returning star in Kona? Uh, it, it's a good feeling, but uh, it's a feeling that you know you know got work to do, got business to handle. Uh, you know, I'm coming off that injury my sophomore year, so I had that bounce back year, and now that going into this year, man, I'm just trying to show the world, like get my name out there, show who I am, showing that I'm that lockdown corner that people really say I am. So. Just another year to build the resume. Okay. Who y'all got for your first game this year? Oh, um, man, we're going down to to Wyoming. We're going, I ain't never been over there before. 
So I don't know what to I don't know what to expect weather wise, whether it's gonna be really hot or not. But yeah, we got Wyoming the first game, first week. Okay, okay. Man, you know what? I always love how Mizzou feel look too, man. Is those rocks back there that make that M or, or oh yeah. Paint? Oh, um, big big rocks we paint for tradition. So after after uh, your last game, after singing night, you go take a rock for tradition. You know, you playing on the rocks every game. So it's big tradition in Mizzou that they paint white every year. And we got no, we got a new uh, renovation coming around. So our South End Zone got tore up. We got a new, like new, um, huge billboard put in, new facility, new locker room. So we got some changes coming to the stadium this year too. They should be done in August. And y'all uniform be looking so clean to me for some like black and gold, <laughs> man. I'm talking about be looking so smooth, man. How you be feeling yeah. game day when y'all be coming out there so clean like that? So we don't. We don't know what we're wearing until like that Thursday, so it's always a special feeling. Like you walk in the locker room, you're like, "Oh, well, like, dang, like you wearing that this week." Like it's always something new. So you know, most schools got a tradition of the two colors. We got like so many combinations. So it's like it's 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 dope, man. It's real dope. How's how uh, Drew Lock, man? You know, the big time quarterback that just got drafted up out of there. What what type of person is he? Oh, that's my boy, man. We call him Stacks, man. Uh, real good quarterback. Uh, mechanical arm. Uh, I always told me somebody put that arm on you, man. You weren't born with that, but he's a real cool dude, man. Nice person to hang out with outside of football, but it's uh, iron shop for iron. I know we had the receiver Jay Moore too. Uh, going up to him, uh, my spring, uh, my sophomore year, I, I felt like us three got each other real, uh, got each other uh, better. I feel like I got uh, Jamon more better. Drew got Draymond better. Jamon got Drew better. I got Drew better. And so it's good to see people you help get, like, you know, go against every day. It's good to see them go out and prosper. So I'm ready to see what he does in Denver. I'm ready for him to light up the NFL. Hey, now nah, I know you got the name, nickname Silk, right? Oh, yeah. People call me Silk. Well, now how did that come about? Uh, being from Leland, Mississippi, um, I left. Uh, wasn't get, I didn't start playing football until my 11th grade year. So once I left to go with my brother in Atlanta, um, tried out for the team. You know, most guys, it was zone six, Cab County, so most guys really didn't know who I was at all, really didn't care. But once I started playing football, you know, they weren't like, who is this guy? And they had to come up with a nickname for me. But, you know, I was like, I was doing my thing on the field. And so being from Mississippi, they was like, forget it, we're going to call it Mississippi. And then that just didn't get long, so everybody just started calling me Silk. And it just stuck with me for so long, so that's why people still, to this day, call me Silk. So that's how that came. Okay, okay. So you're from Mississippi, but you played the high school football in Georgia? Yeah, yeah. I I and went and lived with my brother my last two years of high school, so. Okay, okay. Yeah, Cobb County, that, that's some big boy football up there, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Playing like Cedar Groves, uh, you know, Cedar Grove, Rita and Theros. Uh, you got a good team in there. Uh, we play. Who else play? North Clay. Uh, every every week was a good week, just like the SEC man. <laughs> the Cal County real football. I didn't say that. Did y'all play in one of them? Uh, it's a school up there in Gwinnett County. They are uh, Gold and Green. Did y'all Grayson. ever play one of the schools? Like Grayson. Yeah, Grayson. Did y'all nah, play? No, nah, we didn't play Grayson. My uh, old my old teammate uh, went there though, but no, nah, we didn't play them. Okay, okay. Man, let me ask you something like this now. When y'all when y'all coming out there on that field and y'all getting ready to play, what you bumping in your headphone, man? What what you listening? <laughs> uh it's something my teammates always laugh at me about, but it, it really depends. Like on the bus, 
I've always listened to my my old school, my blues. Come from Mississippi, boy. You know, I love my blues. Being raised, you know, down in Leland. But then once I hit that field, though, man, <laughs> you know, my underground rappers, I love them. So I'm listening to I'm listening to uh, Lil Boosie, you know, pretty much every day. I love the song War by Chief Keith. And so I put, I really been playing the same songs ever since my freshman year. Uh, War by Chief Keith and just Lil Boosie on repeat. And it's just been working out for me. So. Okay. Now I see y'all playing Old Miss October the 12th, man. How did that feel playing a school, you know, from a state that you from, originally from, you know, playing Old Miss? Like, how does that feel, you know, on a game that y'all get leading up to that game? Like, yeah. far as with your family, family members, like, you know, do they put a more emphasis on that game for you? Or, like, how is that? Yeah, family, put, they putting a huge emphasis on uh, Old Miss game. Come Being from Old Miss, being from a, town, a school that recruited me late, and then I, you know, really wanted to be there, but they didn't want me to be there. So that's something we put on the back. So it puts a little chip on my shoulder. That uh, don't treat it, don't do too much. You know, treat it the same as any other game. But it's gonna be fun. Have a lot of family coming up. Already planning it out. Real fun game, especially landing on homecoming for us. Okay. Now the name of this podcast is Life and Football. So, you know, I kind of want to get a little insight on what you're looking to do after football. Just say you make it to the NFL and, you know, you get drafted and yeah. pay up for a few years. Like, what you're getting your degree in and then what's your plans on after football? Man, I'm getting my degree in social work uh, with a minor in sociology. So I want to I want to work with the schools. I want to work inside of schools like CIS. It's like a city – cities uh, inside in an inner-city school program for, like, low-income communities. So I'm already connected with Frank Brown, the CEO. And so I we got plans together. Yeah, he looks out for me. You know, he makes sure I'm okay. If I need anything, he helps me out with, like, mentoring or anything. So it's already in the works, but we are all focused on this football right now. So getting them connections, being able to do things in the league with kids. And then once I get out, still having a platform, having a face already known. So. Really looking forward to that after football. Okay. Speaking of, you know, people who play, I heard you speak on your brother. Like, give me some more information about him or whoever else played, like, a major role in your life to help you to get to the point that you are today. Um, You know, like I said before, my dog, uh, being from Mississippi, man, family is everything. Uh, all family members helped out. But important roles like my brother, uh, him giving me the opportunity to come out there and live with him. Even though he didn't have to, uh, that was big ups to him. But a dude really played an important role in my life was uh, my uncle. Um, not being able to play football and not knowing anything, uh, he's, he was there to teach me the steps, especially in the recruiting process. I didn't know what was going on. I thought every coach was telling me the truth. Everybody was my friend. But him giving me the ins and outs, like getting into college, when things weren't going in my way, uh, him being able to come out here, talk to me, humble me, keep my head on straight, and just the process – He's been in it with other uh, players in the NFL and the NBA. He's been coaching guys, being guys' agents. So it's like having him in my corner is like a real big plus for me. Kind of most guys don't have people like that in their life. So something I appreciate. How you end up picking Mizzou to go to, like, for to play your college ball? Uh, really because it's far away from home. Uh, I wanted to get the opportunity to get away. Uh, I had a close friend, uh, Kenya Dennis, that uh, went. He played. He played here. His last two years, and he was from the city. And being from Leland, Mississippi, uh, 
it's kind of unheard of for most guys to get out and go play D1 ball in the SEC level. So seeing him do it, I just said yeah, follow his footsteps and do it too. Hey, C-Mo, jump on in here and ask a few questions, big dog. What it is, big dog? What up, man? We lost you there for a second. What's yeah, good? man, What's... we on back in. I'm back in, man. Hey, now, I played DB. So when I see you out there and I see your film, man, you get me hyped up, man. Because you out there locking <laughs> boys slap down, baby. And you doing it in the SEC, man. How that feel to be out there yeah, doing man. it like that? In the biggest conference, they man. say it is. Man, it's a man. Let me tell you something. It's real football, and most people throw it under the radar. That you know, it's just like any other conference. Nah, it, it's real football. <laughs> like every week, it's uh, going up against great guys, a receiver. Uh, you know, both of us bring good, good things to the table. So it's a good feeling when you sit back and you're going over film. You're like, dang, okay. I did this to this guy. This who he is, and you go to different conferences and you see different uh, different receivers, like what different people bring to the table. Cause we all on scholarship, so all the guys got skill sets. But man, it's a good feeling locking these guys up in the SEC. Hey, I, I see it and I know it, boy. I can see it in how crunk you be on film, man. So I'm checking you out, and I see in the Memphis game, you you on fire. Now on that on that pick six. <laughs> It was like the boy pretty much yeah. gift that to you. God said, here, take that. You don't give me that. How that feel? Hey, that, that was a blessing. Um, I think that was coming off uh, two weeks ago. I just caught my first interception against Jake Fromm in, like, the first drive. So, coming out in this game, I uh, finally got the starting job. Uh, came out there. And, like, the first drive, we had a blocked punt. And me thinking – I'm thinking a play got caught dead because one of the refs was, like, waving his hands. So, it was a live ball. I could have scooped and scored for a touchdown. But me, like, I'm a different player on the field. I always feel like if one, if I miss one opportunity, like say I drop the pick or say, um, you know, just something small happened, I'm always feeling like, okay, God didn't want that to happen. He's going to want something else. Gonna, something something big is going to come from that. So, like, that next drive, when I didn't get that scoop and score touchdown, I just picked the ball up and we just got the ball on plus 20 on our side. I got a pick six the next play. And then after that drive, I could have had another pick six uh, on third, third and ten, but I ended up diving for the ball in the ground early. And I was like, okay, God, I don't want that to happen. Something big's going to happen. Then the next drive, I could have had another pick six, but I could have one-handed the ball. So that was a, yeah, that was a really good game. I was going to fire that game. I can't yeah, lie. you was, man. I seen it, man. <laughs> and I love how you said that, man. So if if one opportunity come that God give you and you don't get it, you still did something nice on it, he going to double up and give even more on the next go-round. I like that. Yeah. Just being humble, yep. just knowing that something great is always to come as long as you believe in his plan. So that's always stuck with me, and it's been working ever since. Hey, man, you right about that. And I seen, and you right, I seen that pick that you got versus Jake from in that Georgia game. Now, yep. you just you just came up to make a hit and ended up with the ball. Man, that, that – no, nah, see, yeah, that's all that really happened. But it was film study, like, every day in practice. We're working on third down. We got a new coverage, uh, new trap coverage. So people think it's cover two. It really wasn't. It was uh, all recognition. Like I'm, I'm really guarding routes. So one took took me off field. I knew I had safety help over the top, so I can linger under and play underneath. And once I saw, uh, I think it was hard to break on the outside route, on the outbreaking route. I just broke on it. I'm really going for the hit because I'm Jake. He got an arm, so I'm thinking I'm not gonna get there in time. Mm-hmm. But dude ain't even grabbed. Like he just let the ball hit him, so I just grabbed it and took it. 
but yeah, it really came from field study, knowing that route was going to come on key down on, on the third down play, uh, especially to the field side where Jake thought his, his arm was strong enough to get there, which it was, but just having my uh, my nickel there, sitting there, letting me make a play, so it was a good play. Yeah, I like that, man, because all this film study you getting, because either you film studying that good or your talent is top-notch, because everything I've seen, you on wide receivers like white on rice. Because in, in that South Carolina game now, yeah. you should have had a pick six. That could that could have been some creel. I think that was against uh Devo. I think I it was somebody I tripped over his feet. Yeah, which yeah, caused yeah. Me to fall. So it was a pick six, but when I fell, I was like, all right, celebrating the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that was good as gone. And yeah, man, was, yeah. shoot, you locking you came to Gainesville and just shut shop shut the shop down. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of people from Florida, so, <laughs> man, you know, the SEC got little rivalries with different schools, so we had to, you know, we had to shut, shut them Gator fans up, man. <laughs> yeah, you was out there dealing us up, man, because, you know, we, we me and Mike, oh, live in Florida, so. Yeah, my. <laughs> yeah, you, you, are, you, on, you on them. Yeah. Now, we root big, for everybody in the Florida country. Oh, yeah. Now, now, we root for everybody in the country, man, but okay. now I'm going to just be the real with you. So, since I live in the state of Florida, I want all the Florida teams to do well. Now, right. if one of our Florida teams got the hot hand, of course I want them to go ahead and win it all versus getting knocked off. Because you, cause you in the state of Florida, you know, right. like respect, respect. you born in Mississippi. So, if you got – if the Mississippi school – well, not because not you're in Missouri, but yeah. if if outside of that, if they rolling, go ahead and, you know, win it all then. Win it yeah, I, I definitely like that in bowl season. Uh we're always like that, supportive of our hometowns. Like when Mississippi State was in that bowl game, uh, I think they played Iowa. Mm. Uh, really rooting for those guys. You know, I had guys like Gary Green went to the got drafted to the Colts. Uh, rooting for guys that I know from back home. You know, uh, Willie Gay rooting for him. Like Cam Dancer, the other corner rooting for him. Uh, Abraham really. I watch film on him, so mm. hey, we always do that off respect. Like you know, it's all football, but outside we all we all humans. So it's like. Hey, let's let's put the let's put the drawing boys up. We really be watching watching film on these guys just because they go to different schools because everybody has talent. So, right, exactly. Yeah. So basically, you see it just how I see it. Like, man, y'all out there, let's get that. That's why I love our show, man. We get to talk to all the players across the country, man. Yeah. And it all all I like to see is talent. And I and I played DB, so I love to see DBs get down yeah. there, man. When you out there. Like, see, everybody think on this this on this on uh, show right now, you talking calm. But if they turn on that film, they see an animal like that at 21. Oh, yeah. That's that's how it be, though. You know, when we sit down and talk, uh, you know, it's all fun and games. We can talk, have a conversation. But when, we get, when I step on that field, that's another person. <laughs> like, the focus and the motivation and the hard work. Like, you know, the dog that come out, I don't know where it come from. But, hey. Be ready. Be ready, yeah. Now, this gonna what year is this gonna be really considered for you? Because you played your freshman year. Well, you played in 2016, but 17 you got hurt, and then 18 you was coming back from the injury. So, right. what this, year is gonna technically put you on the field? Really, this is really gonna be my junior year, technically. Okay. I might be a senior in the classroom, but I'm trying to. I'm every day I try to tell myself that because I've been here so long, so I feel like I'm a senior. So, like I still look at myself as a senior. But yeah, when I have to got sit out my sophomore year because of my injury. So I'll really be a, I have I have two years left of eligibility. Okay, well I'm ready to see you light it up, man. I'm hey, like I said, everything that I seen when you was like South Carolina, you was dinning them up. The Gators game, dinning them up. Memphis game, you was on fire. Now how many of these? 
Now, I seen about two or three. What's up? Well, about two of them that could have been picked six. And then you had 12 pass breakers. So, out of them, how many you really could have had picks on? Uh, every time I think about it, it hurt, man. But I could have had uh, – I could have had five interceptions uh, with just a little bit of more focus. Not even because, uh, you know, my hands were there, but taking my ball off the – taking my eyes off the ball too early cost me five interceptions. So, could have finished with seven. But uh, that's why we got another year. We got another yeah. year to get out there and get on this this year. So, man, what you been doing for the summer, man? Like, you got June. We two weeks in June. About to go three weeks in June. You got the rest of June. You got yeah. all of July. Too much what time. What you doing to get right for it? Uh, leading, leading the younger guys, working out every day uh, on the jug machines like I'm a receiver uh, on the on the field like I'm a, uh, in the sandpit like I'm a freshman. So, trying to get better every day, not getting complacent. Just knowing somebody else, somebody else is out there trying to work as hard as me, so that's my motivation every day to get better. I like that too, and you got a um your DB, your other cornerback. He nice too. So, oh, yeah, would y'all boy. be out there yeah. competing? Who gonna get that pick first? Uh, yeah, that's my boy. Uh, we train at the same facilities. We uh no vacations. We work out together every day. Uh, it's no safety. We got blood, so who joins the movement? But us three, yeah, we be competing, man. Like we get home. We talk a little, talk a little noise to each other. Who gave up this? Who gave up that? Which you know, just this is my boy. So yeah, we be competing every day. Well, y'all heard it here first, man. I want to thank Christian Home for coming on with us, man. This is a big time corner. Y'all gonna see him real soon in the 2019 season, picking them balls off and with his hand up, going on the ESPN screen for the touchdown. Hey. One time for Big Dog coming on. Hey, Christian, anything you want to say right now, the floor is yours. Hey, now nah, we good, man. God bless everybody. I appreciate y'all having me on. Y'all heard it here first, man. Future first round NFL draft pick, our second round, our third round. Best believe he's going to be on your screen throwing that hat on. And like I said before in the other podcast, keep your head up, keep your head up and not down or else you're going to fall to the ground. We gone, baby. Oh, yeah.